I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries, and we are continuing on our journey to Easter with Women of the Resurrection. Today's devotional is He Knows My Name, and today's treasure is from Luke 24, verses 5 through 7. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee? that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. Deep depression most likely dragged Mary and the disciples into a dark pit. The one she loved was dead, but there was one more thing she could do to serve her master. We know the women followed his body to the Garden of Gethsemane and watched as Joseph of Arimathea tenderly and carefully placed his body in the tomb. Instead of curling up in the fetal position, giving in to fear, Mary led several women to the tomb with spices to prepare Jesus' body for burial. They went at early dawn while it was still dark. They knew the tomb was sealed with a large stone. Who did they think would roll the stone away and give them access? Friends, this is such a picture of faith, taking one step at a time, not knowing where those steps would lead. They need not have worried about the stone because it was already rolled away. They did not find the dead body of their Savior. Instead, two men, or angels, in dazzling apparel, stood by them. The women bowed to the ground, frightened once more. Yet the men were not there to hurt them, but to give great news, as we read in Luke 24, 5. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen the angels reminded them of Jesus' own words in Luke 24, 6-7. Remember how he told you, while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise. I love this. Because I was a pastor's wife and Bible study teacher, my friends could have concluded it was useless to remind me of God's word while I was in the throes of grief. Yet... His word was the only unchangeable factor in my life. More than once, friends moved me from a dark midnight to see a light in that darkness by reminding me of Jesus' words, just as the angels reminded the women of Jesus' words with a declaration, not a question. The women did as the angel said. They told the disciples about Jesus' missing body and the message of the angels. The disciples responded as many of us might have. They discounted their testimony, concluding the women were just emotionally undone, and this was all wishful thinking, as we read in Luke 24, verses 8 through 11. And they, the women, remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them like an idle tale, and they did not believe them. Oh, friends, how often do we too refuse to believe the testimony of others about the life-giving power of Jesus, concluding our circumstances are beyond his help. Jesus' crucifixion crushed his disciples so much that they did not remember him telling them this would happen. Fear 
and a sense of betrayal by their rabbi forced the three years of teaching into the dark places in their hearts. Even when Mary told them Jesus was alive, they refused to believe her, their grief too deep, blinding them to the light peeking through the darkness. Oh, sisters, how often we are in the same place. Betrayal, tragedy, unspeakable sin against us or someone we love, death. All of these can crush our faith, cause us to question whether anything we believed about Jesus and his Father is true. But God, he pursues his lame lambs as he pursued the women at the tomb and the disciples. The angel spoke truth and the women remembered the words of Jesus. When our hurting friends react as the disciples did, we may want to give up trying to remind them of the promises of God. But the message of the women broke through the walls of fear in two of the disciples. John and Peter ran to the grave, desperate to cling to any thread of hope. Oh, this is a message for you if you are ready to quit. So broken, you cannot imagine embracing faith in Jesus ever again. This is the time to run to him, to hear the messages of hope your friends bring, reminding you of his mercy, love, and grace. Friends, he calls you by name. Oh, Lord, how can it be? You know my name. You know my going and my comings, the words I speak, the words I hold back. You know my heart, yet you love me completely. May your grace flow from me to others. Friends, thanks for joining us for our journey to Easter with the Women of the Resurrection. And wow, Mary is such an incredible woman for us to get to know and to see the transformation of her heart. And around our ministry, around Mark Inc. Ministries this year, we're talking a lot about offering the help and hope of Jesus, the light of Jesus to one person at a time. And we see this modeled for us in Jesus, don't we? One person at a time that he cared about. And you know what? You too can be that one person who offers the help and hope to another. You don't have to think about the whole crowd. Just think about one person who needs the touch of Jesus. And maybe they need to hear the story that I'm going to tell you about right now. I had the privilege of talking with Mel Lawrence, who is the author of A Chronicle of Grief for our Help and Hope podcast. And that's the story that we are hoping you'll check out at helpandhopenow.org. But uh, just think about this. You start your day thinking it will be like any other, and then a text with four words, and you can fill in the blank of the name, but I'm going to use Mel's daughter's name, Eva, not breathing, pray. Within hours, the unexpected death of your daughter propels you and your family down into, into the deepest sorrow you have ever experienced. In this conversation with Mel, he introduces us to his beloved daughter, Eva, and how her unexpected death led his family into the land of grief. And I know all about what that is like. And so you can imagine our conversation. We just resonated with the different things that we talked about. In our conversation, he talks about giving freedom to people to grieve their way, of how lament is a gift, and how his theology gave him the freedom to grieve honestly as he clung to the Lord. Mel and I belong to that club that nobody wants to join, where admission requires the loss of a child. 
Friends, there are treasures in this conversation for anyone in grief and for those who love them. So again, I encourage you to listen to this conversation. And as you do, um, I would encourage you to think of that one person who needs a touch, who needs to be encouraged in the grace and power of the Lord. And maybe this story is what they need to hear. So would you listen and then share it? Share it on social media, share it with your friends, share it with that one person who needs to know about the light of Jesus, who enters the darkness and overcomes the darkness with his presence. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Sharon Betters, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.